and welcome back to a brand new episode of Uniprep, the only blog that helps you answer all of your college questions and concerns. Today, we'll be talking about politics on campus, minors in college, and required curriculum. Let's get right into it. So, excuse me, everyone knows that colleges lean one way, so is that really a good thing? Starting off with our first question... Oh, what are the measure of college students? It probably comes to no surprise to literally anyone that the majority of college students are liberal and Democrats. According to statistics, approximately 60 to 70% of college students are liberal, and most young people tend to lean left. Um, however, in recent years, this is actually changing as more colleges are politically divided now between uh, Republicans and Democrats um, for various reasons, but nevertheless, making it more equal. So where before it was more like 70% to uh, maybe 20, 30%, now it's more of 60 to 40%. Moving on to the next question. What are the majority of professors? According to a study done by the Washington Times, liberal teachers outnumber conservative ones roughly 12 to 1. Eh, it's pretty funny. Uh, some may claim that this indoctrinates uh, conservatives, but while they are more vocal about their belief than high school teachers, um, it is really more up to the person at hand whether they get indoctrinated or not. I'm not trying to... Uh, be one side or the other, but um, both sides do claim that it sometimes happens. It can be said that it helps more people who are liberal to change some things about the college um, that some would say are dumb. Now again, not trying to take sides, but some people would say that new additions such as safe spaces aren't the best. Um, but you know, that's because they're mostly liberal. Moving on. Is there a reason? Um, well, the most easily explained reason for this is that most young people tend to be more liberal. And by young people, I mean people going into college. Uh, more liberal than conservative, and colleges are full of uh, people like this. Now, I'm not going to open a can of worms and try to explain well why people that go into college are liberal, um, so you sh can find that out for yourself. A likely cause might be education as a profession leading to more liberal outlook. Uh, this is for the teacher, by the way. And the people hiring might be also liberal, so maybe a bit biased. However, it is not the mass indoctrination that some people think it is that happens there. But, might be. And the next question. Is uh, this a good? Now, some people will claim, as I have said, that it is indoctrination of people coming into college. Uh, or that it is biased. But, it really isn't as bad as people claim it to be. Like, sure they have political beliefs, but you don't have to be influenced by them. I know it sounds dumb, but really, it's mostly down to the person. There are others who claim that um, they're only taught information pertaining to one side 
and that they're being discriminated against by liberals, um, which maybe, um, I'm just stating the facts, I'm not stating if, uh, this is good or bad, um, and many people would also say that, um, a lot of liberals leads to, as I said, safe spaces, and stuff like this, which a lot of more conservatives, and even some liberals don't really agree with. And the last question for this topic, what if you're different? Um, and by different, I mostly mean, uh, conservative. Yeah, you know where this is going. Uh, the problem that most is that most people who are conservative say that their beliefs are not respected by peers and professors. Now, this is a thing that has been reported on, and it is, to a certain extent, true, uh, unfortunately. Um, conservatives being the minority in colleges are often not heard out, and when they are, there are far too many people that are against them. Uh, so what it really happens is, if you're different, um, it really isn't the same as like any other place. The more you think about it, like if you have a different political belief than the majority of people, it's not going to work out that well for you. So really, it's not much different from any other place. Moving on to the next topic. What are minors? Now, when we're talking about minors, we're not talking about people who are younger than 18. No, minors are in general college um, degree that is a supplement to your normal college major. See, major, minor. Typically for a minor, you'll have to take five smaller classes related to the um, minor that you're pursuing. And it can be related to your major, however, it really doesn't have to be. They generally enhance your college uh, experience, and it is a physical degree, much like a major, although it is a weaker one, but you're not really supposed to use it to get you're not really supposed to use only it to get a job. I'll talk about that a bit later. Moving on to the next question. Who are they related to majors? Like I said, they are essentially supplements to majors. And our physical diplomas, you will get to hold it, like majors. It is simply a second thing that you can study alongside your major and that you don't have to declare a second major, which some would say that is a hassle to declare a second major, this is an easier way of doing that. It is oftentimes something more personal or interesting to you than what your majors take, than what major you're taking. Um, so if you're thinking about taking a minor, definitely look into it because it might be something that you enjoy. Next up, how what do you get them? Well, you complete the course that has five smaller classes related to it. I forgot to mention this. Uh, colleges don't require you to take minors. Uh, it's just um, helpful, I would say. Uh, you can choose to do this alongside your major. You can also do it by itself. Although, for, again, reasons that I'll say later, you really shouldn't do it like by itself without taking a major alongside it. And some places, I think they don't even let you do that. For example, if you want your minor to be in psychology, uh, you need to have maybe class in ethics, maybe a class in psychotherapy too. So, just to give you an example. And moving on. What other jobs can I get with them, senor? 
Well, while you won't be able to get more jobs than with a major, the whole point is to do them in conjunction to a major, as a sort of double major, uh, declaring a second major, but without the struggle of doing a whole nother major. It increases your chances of employment. Uh, besides that, it looks great on your resume um, because you basically took two classes, uh, two, ma two degrees, sorry, uh, that you'll get for employment. But besides that, you're just delving into a field of study that you will generally enjoy. So this is what I was saying. You're not supposed to just do a minor by itself. You're supposed to do it in supplement so that it looks better. And the last question for this topic... Is it better to get a major too, my friend? Like I said, without a doubt, it is better to get a major alongside your minor degree. It's almost the same as a double major, but with less of the work involved in getting one. You can make it about virtually anything, your minor, and it will look good on a resume. Like, any class you can take and look good that you did too. Classes. Plus, there isn't much enjoyment in college work, so taking a side course in something that you like can make your life just a lot better and your college experience less boring. So, there is a required curriculum, just so you know, unfortunately. So, our first question, what is the required curriculum? It is what it sounds like. The fact that even though you are in college, you are not yet free from all required classes that you thought that you had escaped in high school. People would tell you that you can take your own classes in college. Uh, that's true to an extent, but you still have required courses. On the plus side, they are more oral classes. Um, besides, obviously, like math. So, not as much work as, say, in a class that you want to get a major in, which is more actual work in class. It is also called the core curriculum, so yeah, you never escape the common core. And the next question, how hard is it, mate? The courses that you need to take are English composition, literature, foreign language, economics, college level mathematics, and natural or physical science. If if any of these sound exceptionally hard, or even hard in general, then yes, it might be hard. However, there is something that I'll talk about later to make it less hard. Yes, it can be less hard. However, the system is changing, and in some places, you might no longer need to take every course that I listed below um, to get a degree. The supposed building blocks, the supposed base of education, uh, lucky us. Moving on. This is it for every year. While it is not for every year that you'll be in college, um, it probably will be. For the simple fact that colleges require you to take anywhere from 42 to 60 classes of required material for college credit. So... You could do almost all of it in the first three years and just leave your last year to completely study your major, but it probably you probably won't do that, and you'll probably like balance it out evenly. So, yes, it will be through all four years, unfortunately. Next up, 
does every college have the same one? Now, here is the uh, thing that I was talking about. While there is flexibility, even though technically they are, they all technically have the same required courses. See, every college has the same requirements in a class like math or English or science, which I've listed the ones above. But how you do these courses can be different for everyone. For example, if you really don't like math, and it doesn't matter for the major you're taking, but it is a required course, you can just take algebra or statistics, which aren't as bad as calculus, to save some stress, and that counts. So, and most of these classes are universal to every college. And the last question for today. How much of your curriculum is required? As I have said, about half of your college experience will be required classes. Um, it might be a third in some places, uh, like I said, the 42 to 60, so smaller half would probably be a third of your college experience. Uh, it might seem like a bad thing, and it might be, but you may also enjoy a subject that you were forced to take and you would not expect to like. So it might be a good thing, and as I said, you can take easy courses for all of your required learning to simply re fulfill the requirements if you really don't care about any of them. And at least it's only half. Unlike high school, where it is, everything is just required. We now move on to the final section of the day, everyone's favorite part, the part where I just rip on every college uh, sending me emails. Uh, today, we have the Dean of Admission for Babson College. What really stuck out to me from this one is, is just the title. It's just like, harness your power. Like... I'm being sold an energy drink, not not a college. Um, the rest of the email is pretty generic. Um, bit of quotes from people. This one is in MA, Maryland. So, yeah, it's not that bad. Um, this one is really is funny. I just like the title. It's Western Reserve, and the title is. Western Reserve is interested in you. Well, don't get too attached to me, Western Reserve. And while while looking for the funniest emails, um, I just like to say, I saw like five, uh, five times the link where it's um four things that you need to know about college and three you can forget, and it's really making me mad now. This one is different. At least it's. How America's top scholars choose their ideal college? Well, probably don't go to your college. And the last one is... Where is it? Let me find it. Here we go. Our location is a competitive advantage from Campbell University. Where is your location, Mr. Campbell University? It is in North Carolina. Hmm... I don't know if that's really in my interest. That seems kind of out of my way. And the email is just generally like really um, selly. Like I'm getting the vibe of one of those Billy Mays ads. Well, 
that's all we have time for today. I hope you have enjoyed this installment of Uniprep, the only blog that helps you answer all of your college questions and concerns. I do hope you'll catch the next episode. Goodbye!